0: everyone and welcome to Mutual Run-ins with Nature. In this podcast we'll talk about different ecosystems and what they might look like to you as you go out and explore. Hello everyone. During this podcast, we are going to talk about an ecosystem that can be found across the world. Gardens. While gardens are slightly different from other ecosystems because they are man-made, they can still be home to a wide variety of plants and animals. Because they are made by people, for many different purposes, including growing food or just being nice to look at, gardens can contain a lot of variety. Today, we will talk about some common garden characteristics and the types of species you will probably find in most gardens. Let's get started. As I mentioned before, gardens can be found almost anywhere. They can be found in backyards, parks, or in cities. Gardens can be grown by a person or family or an entire community. They are a very versatile ecosystem that can serve many different functions, and you will probably not have to travel far to find one. Before we talk about some of the functions gardens can serve, let's talk about some of the species you might find in your local garden. One of the most obvious features of any garden is the plants. Because there are so many different types of gardens, it may be difficult to characterize the types of plants you are seeing, so we'll talk about some of the more common ones you might find. One of the most common plant types are fruits and vegetables, since one of the primary reasons people plant gardens are for the food. While the types of vegetables or fruits people plant will be different depending on where the garden is and what they like to eat, some of the most common garden crops include tomatoes, greens, herbs, peppers, and squash. People also usually plant some flowers in their gardens. There are a huge variety of potential flowers you may see in a garden, but one of the most popular is the marigold. Marigolds look like little pom-poms and can be yellow, orange, red, or anywhere in between. While marigolds are not originally from North America, they are often found in gardens here because people think they deter deer and rabbits from eating their other plants. While this is not true, they are still a very popular garden addition. One group of animals that you might see in a garden are bumblebees. The term bumblebee is a term for a group of animals that actually includes 250 different types of bees species across the world. Bumblebees are pollinators, which means they use pollen from plants to make their food and in the process can bring pollen from one flower to another. Bumblebees are similar to their relatives the honeybee in that they live in groups or colonies, but they do not build hives. Instead, at the beginning of the summer, a queen will create a burrow underground and raise a colony in that burrow. If you see a bumblebee, it is important to leave it alone. Bumblebee populations are dropping worldwide, so it is important for us to protect these vulnerable species. Another species you might see in your garden are American robins. These birds are found throughout North America and can live in just about any habitat. Robins are very recognizable by their characteristic red chests and grayish-brown backs. Robins eat a variety of insects and other invertebrates in the summer and berries in the winter. Robins can nest up to three times a summer, and both parents will help care for their chicks. Robins eggs have a very distinctive blue color. While you may not see them at first, you are also sure to find earthworms in most gardens if you look carefully in the soil. Earthworms are soft, slightly slimy, and brownish-gray in color. There are more than 7,000 different species of earthworms worldwide, and they are a critical part of their ecosystems. Earthworms break down the natural materials in soil left behind by other animals and plants and make the nutrients available to be used again. They are also important because the paths they leave behind as they move through the soil create paths for water and plant roots to move more easily. Some paths left behind by earthworms also help store more water in the soil so it can be used by plants later. Regardless of where your garden is located, there are some types of animals you should look for in order to tell if your garden ecosystem is healthy. Because of the wide potential of garden type, garden indicator species can be just as varied, but they have some common characteristics. If your garden is healthy, you will probably be able to find some predatory insects like fly species and ladybugs. Having these species regularly in a garden is a sign that there are healthy insect populations living there, and having healthy predatory bug populations in your garden will help ensure garden pests do not eat your plants. Another sign of a healthy garden is if you can see a lot of birds around it. Many bird species like robins, house friends, and catbirds, all eat insects. If they are spending a lot of time in your garden, it means your garden is doing well, and you can see many elements of a successful food web. If there are no birds in your garden, it can be a sign the ecosystem is not doing well. A common reason for problems in gardens is the overuse of pesticides, which kill all of the insects in the garden, not just the ones causing problems for humans. When there are no insects, birds will typically leave since their food source is gone. Even though they are not all the same, gardens also have some keystone species you should look out for. Earthworms, like the ones we talked about earlier, are an important keystone species. Without earthworms to move the soil and break down old materials, plants would not be able to survive. Another group of animals that are considered keystone species in a garden are pollinators. Pollinators can be a wide variety of animals, including bees and butterflies, and without them, many plants would not be able to survive. Take a look at some of the insects flying around a garden and you may be surprised how many different types you can see even if they all looked the same at first. Even though they are made by people, gardens can still be very important ecosystems for a large variety of reasons. Gardens can provide many different ecosystem services for people. One of the first services they provide is food production. Some people live in areas where fruits and vegetables are hard to find or they are very expensive. Gardens help families who live in these areas have easier access to fresh food. For people in cities, gardens also provide green spaces where people can go and interact with nature. Many studies have shown interacting with nature is an important part of mental health, so for communities with few green spaces, gardens fill a critical service. Gardens can also fill some other ecosystem service needs in cities, including filtering water and turning carbon dioxide into oxygen. Some gardens, like community gardens where many different people use the same space, can help bring people together as well. Gardens can be home to a wide variety of plants and animals and can perform many different ecosystem services for people just like other natural ecosystems. Spending time in a garden can be a great way to experience nature if you live in a city. Take a careful look around, you may be surprised at all the different types of animals and plants you can find. Now that you might know a little more about this ecosystem than you did earlier, we hope you take some time to enjoy the scavenger hunt that we've put together. And be sure to ask your family, friends, and neighbors to join in on the fun. Thanks again for listening to Mutual Run-Ins with Nature. Now, it's time to explore.